Welcome to Ace's Top 10 Takeaways, and today we're going to be going over the book Smarter, Faster, Better. This is a book on how to master your productivity. The rules are pretty simple. Be in a peaceful, quiet area and get ready for your productive life to transform. Takeaway number one, productivity. Productivity has a different definition for everybody. For me, it could mean waking up on time. For you, it could mean going to the gym. For somebody else, it could mean finishing a project. The main thing with productivity is, it's how to use the best amount of energy with the best amount of time with the least amount of effort. That is what productivity means. Takeaway number two, making choices that show that we are in control. Motivation is triggered by making choices that show we're in control. That's why when babies learn to eat, they actually get mad when their parents try to feed them because they just want to eat themselves and feel the need to be in control. It's the same thing for us. Whenever you make a decision or a choice, make sure it's connected to your core value. For example, if you make the decision to study rather than go out, you're just affirming that your goal to pass the test is more important than going out. And whenever you make that choice or decision, as long as you connect it to your core values and goals, you're always gonna make the right decision. Always know that you're in control, make the right choice, and make sure it's aligned with your values. Takeaway number three, an open, trustworthy environment. It's so important in any company or any group, you gotta have an open, trustworthy environment. There was two groups in the medical field and they did a study. They wanted to know which group reported more errors. One group had a leader that led with fear, that never asked how anyone's doing, and that was emotionally unstable. The other group had a leader who cared about the people, asked about the people, led with honesty and true heart. Now they wanted to know which group reported more errors and which group was more honest. They found out in the beginning that the group with the leader that led with fear and that didn't care about anybody, that group actually reported more errors. They thought it couldn't be right. How could this even happen? So they went deeper into the research and they found out that that group had more errors only because they were reporting less errors. So they were actually making a lot more errors that they weren't even reporting because they were scared of their leader. Bottom line is you always got to lead with trust, with heart, with 100% honesty and have that open environment. Saturday Night Live, I don't know if you knew this or not, but on Saturday Night Live, each actor's job was to take out the next actor. They never knew who was going to be going live the next week, and it was always the best of the best survive, and the rest didn't. They still had a great culture and a great environment because they had such a strong relationship with each other. It was very open. Everybody knew how things would work. They'd make a joke about it. They'd laugh, and they were very open with each other. Open, trustworthy environment always works. Takeaway number four, reactive thinking. Everything is automated these days. We have Alexa. We have Google. We have cars that drive themselves now. Everything's so automated that our brains are losing function and traction throughout the day where we're not even thinking about things anymore. We're just moving with emotions. So reactive thinking is vitally important. An example of reactive thinking, think about an athlete like LeBron James. Practices the same exact play going down the hoop over and over and over again in practice. So when it's game time and he gets the ball, he knows exactly what to do because it's automated in his mind from how many times he did that. How many times do you automate your days? Before a meeting with your leader, you probably know what your leader is going to say in that meeting. But instead, you go in there dazed off, you get called out, and you're lost in the meeting. Why not on the way to the meeting, think about all the things that could happen in the meeting and all the things your leader could say. And practice the exhaustion of what you're going to say. So when that meeting happens and the leader calls you out, automation clicks and you're ready to go because you know exactly what you're going to say and you're very prepared. Reactive thinking is very important to be productive these days. Always play out situations in your mind. Always know what to expect 
and always know what you're gonna say or do, just like athletes do. Takeaway number four, reactive thinking. Takeaway number five, a high need for closure. People that are successful and that get things done become addicted to getting things done. That's how SMART goals became a failure because sometimes you set goals for yourself just to accomplish them or just to check them off the list. Over time, you start doing things just to do them. After a while, you get lost and your success stops growing. So it's very important that when you set these goals for yourself that you don't have just a high need for closure. You're not just setting goals and setting tasks that you could cross off. So start asking yourself every single day before you do anything, is this the most important thing I should be doing right now? Is there something else I could be doing that's more important, that's more beneficial to me? And lastly, ask yourself, am I only doing this to do it and just say, hey, this is done? Stop living off to-do lists, stop checking things off, and start setting real goals for yourself, and stop being addicted to closure. Sometimes it takes time, patience to perfect things. That's takeaway number five. Takeaway number six, a sense of control always leads to more success. Back in the day at GM, there was one main rule. It was the line never stops. Even if there's errors, even if you drill something in the wrong spot, you never stop the line because it's gonna cost so much loss of money and production that it's doomed unnecessary to do. So nobody ever stopped the line even if they made mistakes. Now after a while, they found a lot of errors from this. They found pints of liquor inside mufflers. They found crack pipes. The employees didn't really care. So one of the managers went and visited Toyota in Japan. And what he witnessed with Toyota in Japan was an employee made a mistake he automatically pulled the lever and stopped the line with no hesitation. When he seen this, he was shocked. He was saying the main rule in the U.S. is don't stop the line. And he comes here and within an hour, somebody stops the line. He took this feedback right away back to U.S. and they started implementing it right away. And what they found was employees started stopping the line in U.S. Employees felt more sense of control. They cared more about their jobs and they were more driven. You see, every time you give your employees trust and you give them the, the willingness to do things and change things, and operate the way they want to and feel like they're in control, you're always gonna have more success. When you tell someone they can't do something because they're gonna lose money and people are scared and acting out of fear, it's never gonna lead to success. So from now on, always give your folks and your employees and your team a sense of control to make decisions and make moves as they go on through their jobs and that's always gonna lead you and your company to more success. That's takeaway number six. Takeaway number seven, decision-making and forecasting. When we get married, we're forecasting the future. When you send your kids to private school, you're forecasting the future. Forecasting is thinking about all the future outcomes and making the best decision based on statistics. Now, it doesn't always work. Going deep and looking at forecasting and probabilities doesn't always work. It's not 100% bulletproof. Even the best poker players sometimes lose for bad luck. But at least you expect all the possible outcomes. It's great to love your girlfriend now, but if you're proposing to her, wouldn't you like to know the odds of couples that stay together after marriage? the odds of couples that stay together after kids, the odds of couples that goals stay aligned after marriage, kids, and the whole family starts. It's important to know so that way you can expect everything and put yourself in those situations and know. Same thing with sending your kid to private school or sending your kid to college. If I was sending my kid to college and I told them you're gonna get into Harvard, you're gonna get into Harvard, you're gonna get into Harvard, then the letter comes back in the mail and doesn't get into Harvard, he's gonna be crushed and heartbroken. But if me and my kids sit together and we say, son, the odds of you going to Harvard is 8%. It's probably very unlikely, so let's sign up for other schools. That way, if you don't get into Harvard, we have backups. And that letter comes in the mail and it tells him he's not into Harvard, he's not going to be that disappointed because we did the probabilities, we forecasted his future, and he already knew what the outcome was going to be most likely. That's what forecasting does. So the next big decision you have to make, 
Look at all the statistics in that decision that are available to you online. Look at all the data. Look at all the different outcomes that you have. And then understand and expect all outcomes so there's no disappointment needed. Takeaway number seven, always forecast your future. Takeaway number eight, the three keys of creativity. Frozen was one of the best-selling Disney movies and it came a long way before it was released in theaters. They hit into a lot of walls. They didn't really start rolling and really figure out the storyline until they looked into themselves for creativity and put themselves in the character's shoes to figure out exactly how the movie should play out. So I don't ever want you to give up when things get hard or things get tough or you don't know what to do anymore. That's a sign to keep going. So here are the three keys of creativity you got to keep in mind. Number one, stay sensitive to your own experiences. Anything you're doing in life and business, any choice that you're making, think back of your own experiences and if that ever happened to you, how would you feel and what would you do and how would you move? Number two, you got to realize that panic and stress is not a sign to stop. If they would have stopped when they were panicked and stressed in the movie Frozen, it would have never been released and history would have never happened. But when you panic and stress, it's a sign to keep going. That's when things are getting real. That's when things are getting tough. That's when you got to break through and you actually grow. And number three, the most important, create distance from what you create so you're not biased towards your own opinion. So if you're doing something, sometimes you become blinded. You think it's so good because you put in so much work and effort into it that you don't want anybody to stop you down the path you're going. Sometimes you got to back up, take a step back, get some distance in between you and the thing you're doing and look at it from the outside looking in and really tell yourself what you think and then get other opinions around you and figure out what they think. Those are the three keys to creativity. Takeaway number nine, less choices, more decisions. We have an explosion of data out there. If you want to go to the best restaurant in a new town you've never been to, do you put it in Google? Do you Yelp it? Do you put it in Twitter? Do you put it on Facebook? Do you ask a friend? Do you ask a gas station clerk? There's so many ways to figure out information out there today, it's insane. There was a company that had a 401k setup and they wanted to see which way works better. So they split up the company into two. Okay, 50% of them had a manual setup where they had to go through eight to 10 steps to set up their 401k. And the other 50% of them had a two to three automatic enrollment step system to enroll in the 401k. A week later after the deadline, they did the research and they seen how many people participated. And the group that had the manual set up in 8 to 10 steps, they only had 16% participation in 401k. And the other group that had the 2 to 3 automatic enrollment steps, they had 60% participation. You see the difference when it's automated and there's less steps? Humans don't like overthinking. Same thing when you go to a restaurant and you get a wine menu, right? There's four tunnels your brain goes through. Is it red or white wine, right? Is it cheap or expensive? Is it a bottle or a cup? Have I ever had this wine before? You digest all four of those tunnels and you make your decision. But if a waiter or a waitress comes up to you with a 10-page wine menu, I guarantee you you're going to get so dizzy and confused, you're going to probably just pick water or pick what your friend is having because your brain doesn't want to go through all those steps and all that work. Same way we get mail every single day and we put it away in the drawer and never look at it. Less choices, more decisions, whatever you're doing, if it's in your company, your business, for yourself, make it more automated, less choices, automatic, and you're going to do it more. Takeaway number nine. Takeaway number 10. Motivation comes easier when we see ourselves as affirmations of our goals. We talked about this earlier. Every single choice you make, you have to make sure it's connected to the greater why. If it's not connected to the greater why, you're not going to get anything done. So when you make a choice to eat something healthy or non-healthy, you have to go back to your goal that you wrote in the beginning of the year or in the morning if you do it every single day and look at your goal to lose weight and get fit. 
If you connect the choice of eating that meal or not eating that meal to that goal, you're going to make the right decision. Same thing for every goal that you have in your life. So what I want you to do is when you plan out your days, make sure you connect everything to your main goal and break it down into steps. This is my main goal. According to that main goal, I'm going to do so-and-so this week, so-and-so this day, so-and-so this morning. And everything connects from on top. So anything you do in your life, always make sure it's connected to your core goals, core values, and then make your decision based off that. And that's how you're going to master your productivity. Takeaway number 10. YouTube family, thank you so much for tuning in to ACE's Top 10 Takeaways. I hope you enjoyed this episode with the book Smarter, Faster, Better. And I hope you're going to master your productivity. It's a journey, right? Nothing's going to come easily. The main thing is here that you take these takeaways, you spread them with everybody you love, you share the channel, you subscribe, and if there's anything you would like to see that you haven't seen yet, please comment down below because we're doing this for you. It's the Aces, baby.